OTB Rugby. And that's why those of us that aren't cynicals but understand the workings, see the world rankings as they currently are, as very fallible and very loose. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from off the ball. Staying with rugby, Mr. Alan Quinlan joins us on the line this morning. Quinny, how are things? Very good, lads, and yourself? Keeping well, keeping well. We had uh, we Keith Wood on the show yesterday, and um, we were remarking and remembering uh, a certain try you scored against Argentina in the World Cup back in the day. Uh, what are your memories? Because I watched it back in advance of chatting to Keith, and you look in serious discomfort. You dislocated your shoulder to, to kind of score this try. Yeah, my memories, obviously, uh, it was better to, 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 to get injured scoring the try than... than it to happen, uh, I suppose, in a training session or something like that. Obviously, it was bitterly disappointing at the time. Um, I was in, I was in probably the best shape ever. Um, mentally, I was in a good place. Um, I wasn't being picked um, on the back of, of of a few injuries in the back row, so everyone was pretty much available, and I kind of fought my way into the the starting team, and um, it was incredibly exciting um, to go and play Argentina, given what happened in 99 in the World Cup. So, um, yeah, scoring the try was nice. I just wish I had maybe another half a yard of pace and I wasn't tackled <laughs> uh, by by the Argentinian fullback. And, and obviously what happened to my shoulder was was, was a pity because it took, me, um, it took me a long time to kind of get back and... And uh, be able to play properly again with with the shoulder, it did affect me for a long long time. I had to kind of change the way I trained in the gym and stuff like that because um, you know it 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 took it took a fair bit of um, to get the flexibility back and and uh, and all that kind of stuff and build up the shoulder again. It took a long time, but um, probably seven or eight months later, I was in South Africa on, on an Ireland tour and came off the bench twice there for that and. Uh, um, I got back in the green jersey again, but certainly, you know, it was it was it was disappointing. It was great to score, as I said, and um, for Woody to be giving me a compliment, it's nice. I don't often get too many compliments from <laughs> from former teammates. Um, they're usually given out about how annoying I was, uh, but it was nice. It was, was nice to hear that. From in, ter- in terms of your pain that you encountered during your career, how was that up there in terms of actual like this is this is, this is sore like. Mm. Bit indescribable, Johnny. If 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 I'm being honest, it was kind of it was pain that was like, like this isn't stopping. Like, and it's it's phenomenal, really. You know, if you get a bang or a knock, or you, uh, I've broken a few bones. Well, I've broken a good few bones. I broke my thumbs and you know fractured my jaw. Um, up to that point, broke fingers, things like that, which are quite sore. Dislocated my thumb as well. Um, but that that pain was just it was a searing pain that that wasn't really stopping um, until we got into the dressing room and um, whatever the, the medics for the Irish team and there was a few other medics there um, who eventually got the shoulder back in place once it popped back into place the pain literally stopped it was like turning off a tap and um, I went off to hospital got an X-ray um, and got back to for right at the end of the game and um, Ireland had won the game so that was probably the most important thing in the day because there was so much pressure on us going into that game um, so yeah it was kind of bittersweet memories as I said um, I've always kind of 
held on to that 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 scenario of at least I scored in a big game, you mm-hmm. know, because these things happen in training to players in all sports. You know, they get injured behind closed doors, and it felt like that it was an important try, and um, at least it was something out of that. But obviously, if I had my time back, I would have uh, preferred not to had the I got injured and dislocated a shoulder because I missed the rest of the World Cup and. I missed the Six Nations where Ireland won a, a triple crown a couple of months later as well for the first time in 20, 25 years. So um, it was, uh, yeah, bittersweet, but nice to hear Woody saying something nice about me. As I said, I don't know too often get many compliments. Yeah, as you say, well, it was like, I think it was 16-15, maybe the final score in that one. But Woody was the one who, um, who lays the ball off to you. You're coming through at absolute full tilt. And as Woody said yesterday, like it was the, the pass had to be perfect, but also your run. There was no stopping you. You 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 were literally. There was only one split second in which you could get that ball. Yeah, but you don't really. Um, um, I didn't really think much about it to be honest. <laughs> um, I you know just got in his shoulder and he threw a little dummy and then a pass and um, Carletto, the full back for Argentina. You know he's he was he's a very quick physical player and um, even from a pace point of view, I suppose I was I was in really good shape going into that World Cup and. Um, had a few setbacks before that as regards selection and just understanding what it was like to get to that level, the sacrifices you make and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it was great to score it. Um, I kind of, I claim, you know, I think scoring the try, you know, there was a bit of, always a bit of a joke with, with guys who played in that match that I saved Irish rugby, that it was so important to try and, um, I was kind of claiming that I saved the IRFU a lot of money, that we wouldn't have to qualify for the next World Cup and we were going to come out of the pool um, and and get into the quarterfinals and stuff like that. But Paul O'Connell was always kind of back at me saying that, well, uh, you know, Rog or, or David Humphreys would have got a drop goal or a penalty to win it. Uh, the try didn't really matter. But um, So in some I, respects, the, if Ireland win the World Cup this year, it is sort of down to you, really. <laughs> Well, a lot of the success in recent times, Johnny, would be down to me, I'd say, because um, that 15 million that I saved the IRFU uh, back then in qualifying. And um, so, yeah. It's not yeah, unrelated, Jane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Money helps. Money helps. Uh, I tell you what would be a, a lovely little lift for the country and, and rugby in, in Ireland would be a win over France tomorrow evening, Quinny, 6 o'clock in the World of the 20 uh, Championship Final. Um, an emphatic win over South Africa at Athlone Stadium as we talked to you earlier in the week in the, in the semis uh, this French team Ireland getting just over the line against them in the Six Nations but they are possibly favourites heading into this one France it's probably what Paul was saying there beforehand about Dublin Monaghan it's a little bit like that um, Ireland are strong underdogs here you know and I think it's not, not nothing really to do with the Six Nations. Um, Ireland can look back and obviously take a lot. You, you can take a fair bit from that, and it's a massive achievement to win the Grand Slam like they did this year and last year. Um, <clears throat> France have improved a lot. They've added a couple of players. Um, the pace, the power uh, that they have, and you know they are strong favourites. They've scored, I think it's tw- I, 29 tries in four games, which is a hell of a return isn't it to score that many tries they've only conceded 11 so um, it's very hard to stop them Shane from scoring you know if you look at the semi-final against England they're 17 nil down England <clears throat> got a brilliant try early on they got a penalty then got a brilliant try 
team tried. Then they get an intercept and score again, and they're 17-0 up. And you think France are rattling a little bit here. Um, they respond, and, you know, half-time is 24-14 to England. And you think, God, this there's an upset on here. And, and this is good for Ireland because... Um, they're stopping France from playing here effectively, and Ireland. You, I'm thinking in my head, you know, they can, they can take take England. Um, England is a better team for playing the final, mm-hmm. a better chance maybe. And um, the response in the second half was was phenomenal. You know, they had, it was 24-14, and then you know, 20 minutes later, it's 50, it's 52-24. England scored the last scored a try at the end. Um, just that performance in that second half was a reminder to everyone of how strong they are. Um, I, I mentioned, I think, on Monday about their number eight. We we talk a lot about Brian Gleeson, but their number eight, Marco Gazzotti, is a wonderful player as mm-hmm. well. And uh, Baptiste Janou, um, the scrum half, he makes everything tick for them between forwards and backs. He makes a lot of line breaks. He's he's um, he's just a phenomenal player. Um, he's always on the inside and making breaks, popping the ball off the fellas, and um, they're hard to stop, so um, how do you stop them? I'm not really sure. I think you, for, for Ireland, they probably need um, a perfect performance here and and maybe to cut out mistakes and, and errors um, and try and get a complete performance. Are they capable of it? Yes, um, Ireland's ambition in attack um, and the way they've played throughout the Six Nations this tournament they, they attack a lot and that's kind of in their in their makeup. so um, I think Ireland can score tries against France yes but um, they've got to defend really well and they can take a lot of heart probably from the defence against against South Africa last, last week in the semi-final but as I said a near perfect performance is required if they are to win it but up to this point they've done remarkably well Ireland how important is a game like this psychologically for a player of that age, Quinny? Where, like, if you look at, say, New Zealand and England, they guess form of credit will get battered by 21 points. Say if Ireland lost by similar or worse, or, 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 or more significantly, just weren't in the game. How, how, how damaging is that psychologically as a young player if you're like, I'm just not good enough for this? Well, I think, yeah, it's a good question as regards, um, you know, obviously in any sport, if you, if you get a heavy defeat um, particularly in a final people remember it don't they you know mm. they remember that um, so but I think up to this point with these players they've they've um, they've achieved a fair bit um, you know winning the Grand Slam um, it's 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 a big tournament um, it was a, a fantastic performance right throughout the, the tournament getting to a final here um, given the start they had when they drew against England the way they responded, everything that's kind of happened around the tragedies that have affected mm. the squad. Um, psychologically, will it damage them? Yeah, yeah. if you get a big defeat, of course, you'll remember that. Um, the flip side of that is if, if they were to, you know, be close here in with 10 or 15 minutes to go, I think they'll, and they've shown that they've incredible belief, this team, because they've had a fair few setbacks. Aside from the off-the-field stuff, uh, that's that's been incredible to deal with. They're a side that really respond after they make a mistake or two. They just seem to dust themselves down, and that's probably the most impressive thing for me. They're they're a very calm side. They're quite patient in what they do, 
and that's down to good coaching as well but it's it's you know Richie Murphy's done a remarkable job and but there's also a lot of kind of mature leaders in the group so I think they know what's coming Johnny and and I don't think anyone will focus on um you know the reality is France France have shown in the tournament so there's evidence to say there that you know they're incredibly powerful they're they're after improving a lot since the Six Nations um, and they're capable of putting up a big score on anyone, and they don't—they don't seem to panic because they're, you know, their captains after the game was was talking about, you know, even the 17 nil down that they were very controlled and calm. Then they're 10 points down at half time, and um, of course it's easy to say when you when you do go out and score loads of tries and win the game. But he was saying that you know they were very relaxed. They they seem to believe that. If they just get themselves right here, they're going to score tries against England and win the game. Um, Ireland have, have to ask questions of them and be really physical. But um, I, I, I really hope, obviously we all hope they win, but there's a little bit of a worry here if France get their tails up, they, they're capable of pulling away. And I just think this team deserve, this, you know, deserve a real shot at it and, and hopefully they can... They can bring a performance that keeps them in the game, and um, I, I, I really believe if they're in the game with 15, 20 minutes to go, and it's it's tight, that um, a little bit of momentum may swing with them. But France are very, very dangerous. It, it is a, a, a delicate balancing act for Richie Murphy as well, isn't it? Like we have to play our game, so you have to have some middle ground between we have to play our game, but also be conscious of the fact that we, we basically sort of need to um, have a 10 out of 10 performance and we also need to somehow suffocate France in the sense of make this like as close as possible for as long as possible so I don't know you have to inculcate a lot of belief maybe but at the same time we can kind of get ahead of ourselves here Yeah well I, I, I think um, and it's probably my own mentality from being, a, being, being out there and on the field and playing um, the worst thing anyone can do sometimes is um, sometimes you see it in football where somebody scores a goal against the run of play and you shut up shop for the day and you bring back bring on an extra defender and all that stuff um, doesn't really work in rugby unless the conditions are absolutely horrendous and maybe it's only just um, penalties that are winning the game and handling is really difficult I think Ireland have to focus on them, their own performance and I, I think they're capable of causing France problems in attack um, and, and that's where they obviously have to really kind of um, have their their mindset that they've got to play rugby and back what they've done in the uh, in this tournament and in the Six Nations because you know last week they defended for long periods in that semi final and then scored three great tries in the second half um, so um, they've got a front up and he's picked a very physical side so you know it's 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 not a case of trying to contain France because if you do that I think you run into problems they they have to be brave and go for it as well and I think they will be. I think from Richie Murphy's kind of um, listening to him in in in, in the press, um, even before the semis, um, and this week again, um, they've got to kind of back themselves, and I think they will. I just think where they need to be really miserly is 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 just around penalties, um, handling, uh, and you know really get their line out and 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 kickoffs right, because. Um, when we talk about the, that nine or t- nine out of ten performance that you probably need in these in these situations, it's the small errors that really come back to kind of haunt you. And mm. France, typically, their mentality will never change. It's the same as the senior side. If they get their kind of flow going and somebody drops a ball and one of the French guys picks it up in the twenty-two 
they, you know, all French sides will try and believe, you know, they'll think they can go the length of the field and score. In those moments, it's Ireland have got to be really rock solid and kind of strong defensively and and just shrewd in their game. So their kicking game is really important as well. Yeah, I should mention as well, the, the team news, Richie Murphy, uh, is the, the, from the semi-final, the only change, excuse me, is the return of James McNabney to blindside flanker. He was suspended, of course, for high tackle earlier in the tournament. Jim McMangan uh, moves then from blindside flanker to, to second row. Uh, your prediction, briefly, Quinny, for that one, how do you think it's going to go? Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> think it's, um, look, it's, it's Fra- France, are, are, it's going to be difficult to stop them. Um, and, you know, on the basis of what we've seen, France probably are, are that little bit better. But there's there's a side of me then that thinks that, you know, everything that's happened, it, it, the under-20s have become really, really tight. And I'm sure that, um, I'm sure they do themselves proud, but I think France probably just win this on the basis of, of what we've seen. We should mention before we go, we've got a comment in from Pascal Jacob who says on YouTube, are you not even going to mention those Canterbury abominations? So uh, people might have seen this, the new Irish jersey for the Rugby World Cup. We have a few images up on screen there. I don't know if you've managed to see, see this, Quinny, but um, it's Is the it that new... bad? Uh, well, no, that's just what they see. Jerseys are so subjective. I actually think they're lovely. I, I, it's not abominable. Like, I mean, no, it's definitely it's, not. It, it, I mean, I don't know. The jersey said to be, quote, the most technologically advanced ever produced by Canterbury. And officially launched alongside the kit sponsors, we go together campaign, uh, calling on Irish fans across the world to unite in support of the team. So, uh, like, it's challenging Quinny's like intervention in terms of if <laughs> Ireland do win the World Cup, it'll be down to the jersey, pretty much. True. Have you seen these these jerseys yet, Quinny? Yeah, I saw some shots online. Yeah, I think they're nice. Um, I'd obviously like to see it kind of up close and see what the mm. they're kind of a brighter green, aren't they? Yeah, definitely not as dark initially, as the 07. I, initially, I thought it was a T-shirt that's. Um, the Peter Romani, Ian Henderson, and who's the other player? Yes, sir. It's um, uh, yeah. Put it up there again. Oh, Ross Ross Byrne, Ross Byrne. Yeah, it, it, it does, I think they're, they're going for that look as well, Quinny. Like Ross Byrne could yeah. be just showing up in like a boozer in Balls Bridge there, and like it's like oh yeah, whatever. You're, you look you look well. <laughs> it's a great shot. You know, the first thing I thought of is. Um, uh, none of the three of them know what a razor is used for because they all have this kind of. <laughs> This uh, beards on them and stubble and stuff. Nobody shaves anymore, do they? No, and me, myself and Johnny don't clearly either. No, no, no. no. With the Handsome lad, no, to be fair, shave. though. This is it, yeah, <laughs> this is it. Also, also the three rugby lads. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> Get distracted, sorry. Jeez. Quinny, great stuff as always. Thanks a million. Cheers, thanks, lads. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.